Hi, welcome to Table Read, the show where I, Aloni, armed with the power of pure cringe, painstakingly craft stories for a vast, indifferent, and judgmental internet. Look away now, before you die of secondhand embarrassment. This week, robots read our pilot episode. You have been warned. Exterior Hong Kong Ducks Night A title appears Hong Kong 1805 A large ship sits in the bay as the waves slowly sway back and forth A red-headed woman Regina Gummer stands barking orders at a crew moving crates onto the ship. Don't drop that gunpowder, or you're off my ship. I don't tolerate idiots. It's not your ship. It's mine. Reginald Gummer a grizzled, bearded old man, sits in the darkness above the main deck, cleaning a large pistol with too many chambers. Not for long, old man. I can leave you here if you keep acting up. The old man smiles and continues cleaning his gun. As Regina continues to command the crew, a young Chinese man stands on the dock next to the ship. In front of him is his family, a young woman around his age standing with two adorable children, a boy and a girl. The family speaks in Chinese. The subtitles read, Daddy please don't go. I'll miss you. I'm sorry Su Yan. But we need money. It's the only way we can leave this place. Why do we have to leave? Because your mother says so. Regina yells. Chang wrap it up, we need help up here. I have to go kids. The children hug their father. As he starts to walk away he yells out. I love you all. I'll send money. And you'll all join me very soon. On the ship Regina speaks with a very angry man. We haven't even spoken about payment and you're already taking my goods. This is ridiculous. Calm down, you know I'm good for it. I know, that I'm your only business in town. So show some respect. Of course. How much do you want for all of this? 30 per crate. No, that's way too high. 20 per crate. 20 per crate. Ha, that's ridiculous how am I supposed to make a profit with that deal? 30 or nothing. Look around, no one else is gonna buy it. 20 per crate. I might be able to bring it down to 25 per crate. But that's pretty risky. I'll say it again, we're the only customers in town, so it's 20 or nothing. Fine 21 per crate, at least leave me with some dignity. No. No? Why? Just, no, I'm not buying for over 20. The angry man looks up at the top deck of the ship, 
Does she speak for you? This is idiotic. Reginald looks down from the top deck. Regina interrupts her father from speaking. This is my ship, not my father's. I don't want your crates. Take them back. I'm not playing your games. This didn't work on anyone else here. I see why no one in town will give you supplies. I'm leaving. As the angry man leaves he yells. Nice daughter you have here Reggie. Real arrogant. Just like you. I hope you both enjoy starving on your way home. Reginald runs down to the main deck as the man leaves the docks. He screams. Wait, what the hell is wrong with you Regina? There's nothing wrong with me. I'm playing by our family's rules. I'm not giving an inch to that idiot. You're too much like me. I lost a lot of deals to my own greed. If you keep trying to exploit people. If you can take advantage of someone, take advantage of them that's our way. If you keep thinking like that you'll end up penniless running a shitty ship just like me. Have you thought ahead for more than five seconds? You always have to be prepared. It's all that matters. We'll find someone else. We always do. No we won't. There isn't anyone left. We're stuck here. You and I burned too many bridges already. How are we going to get back to the US now? The young Chinese man Chang answers. I might know someone. Scene 2 Interior Hong Kong Saloon Night A cork pops and music fills the saloon. Two men sit at a table, a 30-year-old Asian man, Wong, is drinking heavily and a 47-year-old white man, Jim Bassett, sits stoically across from him. Why didn't you run? You know Monty, I couldn't ever hide from him. You could have ran, with his money. He'd send people after me. But why come here? I have something to offer. I don't think he's gonna take any more offers Wong. You're working with them, why, Jim? This won't go well for you. I want money, he has all the money, it seemed like a sure thing. Money isn't everything Jim. You're in no place to judge. I know. You took his money, do you really think that he was gonna let you live? After what I learned, maybe. The two men walk over standing over Wong. The large man gestures to the back of the bar. Don't run. It'll only make it worse. If I wanted to run, I would have come. The three men walk into the basement through a back door. Standing in front of a table is a man with a knife or a hand waiting by a chair. Sit down, Wong. Just know. Whatever happens next, it's your fault. Wong sits in the chair. Did you take 1,000 American dollars from Monty Ramsey? Yes, but... The man with a knife for a hand slaps Wong across the back of the head. Do you have anything to say as to why you took Mr. Ramsey's money? I took it so I could get information. What information? Dirt dragons. What, Wong, there is a man with a giant knife about to kill you. This isn't time for jokes. A man walks out of the shadows, 55 white slicked back gray hair with a large mustache, Monty Ramsey. You know about the dragons, 
Jim is surprised. Sir, you never come down here. Shut up, Jim. Your friend isn't gonna live much longer. But I know where they are. The man stabs Wong in the arm. Calm down, don't kill him yet. What did you learn? Many years ago. A pirate had a ship full of treasure. He was on the run and found a small island in the Atlantic. Legends say that dragons that live in the dirt swarmed his ship. And the island itself ate him whole. I already knew this. Get to the point. Or you're gonna start dying. I paid a fisherman who said he went there. That's why I took the money. He knew where the island was. Really? How? Fascinating. Go on. I know where the treasure is. So now. You don't have to kill me. Monty gestures to the large man with the knife to step aside. Everyone breathes a sigh of relief. Woo, I really thought you were gonna kill him. Monty slits Wong's throat. As he bleeds out. No one steals from me. He told you what you wanted. He took the money for you. He didn't take the money for me. Idiot. He used it for drugs. I already killed the fisherman. Monty leaves the room. Clean this mess up. That's what you're good for. Jim stands shocked as the men leave. He quickly runs to his friend. Trying to stop the bleeding. But he's already dead. Jim stands over his friend. It didn't have to be like this. You're such an idiot. Jim sees that Wong is holding his chest. He pulls away his hand to find a gold medallion. He pockets it. You're not gonna use it. You fucking moron. Sometime later. Jim sits at the same table in the same seat drinking. Dirt dragons. Complete bullshit. Chang and the gang walk in. Jim, do you know how I can get a hold of Mr. Ramsey? End scene. Well, you're still here, huh? Well, that was the first episode I ever made for this show. It's the reason it exists. Still don't know why you're here. Bye.